Welcome to another episode of Lager. I believe this is episode 19. That's two in one week. Fantastic. Uh, if you want to send us feedback, remember it's Lager, L-A-G-E-R, Lager at the linuxlink.net. And uh, again, Lager stands for Linux and Games and More Entertainment Radio, a spoof off of Gamer, Games and More Entertainment Radio, which is a fantastic podcast over at hwhq.org. Check them out, C4 Cobar and whoever they have as a guest or co-host. Good stuff. Um, This week, we're going to talk about two games. And I also want to mention a site that's pretty useful for you Ubuntu users called playdeb.net. That's P-L-A-Y-D-E-B dot net. And that is a site that hosts a bunch of game packages for Ubuntu. Now, if you go to their site, they have how to install and use the PlayDev website. You could just click off the games that are listed there, and uh, it'll install them out of the web browser. And to be able to do that, you need uh, the app URL package, which you can pull out of the repositories of Ubuntu, or you can uh, get the app URL package from their site. And you will have to... Uh, you could also... Um, install the play deb package you get a dialogue asking for confirmation if you click on their website or you can just put in their uh, repository into your third party software tab under software sources which is system administration software sources now I'm using Intrepid so you would want to change on their, on their site they have instructions for putting it in Hardy so just replace Hardy with Intrepid in there and uh, you should be good to go so Speaking of playdeb.net, I'll talk about the game that I installed off of there, which was really simple, called Alien Blaster. Uh, it was version 1.1.0. Alien Blaster, which I will try and find the website for that game and post it in the uh, show notes. Alien Blaster, if you've, it's an, it's kind of a reminiscent of the old school uh, scrolling fighter action games like uh, 1942 but more importantly probably more reminiscent of Raiden Triad where you are a more of a futuristic spaceship uh, let's see if they have it on the info screen a futuristic spaceship and you're flying through a a world that scrolls down from the top and the enemies come from all sides uh, various enemy spacecraft there's uh, enemy boats you fly over different terrains tanks and everything so uh, sometimes different weapons are required to hit your aliens that are attacking you um, it has a bunch of weapon upgrades available and you can switch between your special weapons like machine guns and blasters and and your rockets heat seeking rockets and nukes through uh, you can cycle through them you have limited amount of ammo um, but you also have a health bar which allows you to absorb a number of hits what's well, more like a health sh- shield health bar um, which you can collect power-ups to increase that or to replenish it as you get hit because you are going to get hit if you ever recall playing uh, raid and triad i mean it just gets insane with the number of weapon fire on the screen and there's just absolutely no way to dodge it and just like in this game there is no way to dodge it um, each level, as each level progresses, there's many bosses and an end level boss. Uh, what I noticed about this game from the get go was that uh, your ship moves a little sluggishly. Uh, it doesn't fly all over the screen, which isn't a bad thing. Which you have a nice chunk of control over it, so you don't end up losing, you know, your ship and, and flying off into different areas and crashing into things. Um, 
and end up getting hit more than you want to. But on the same token, it makes it a little more difficult to to avoid some of the fire that's coming down. In most cases, you can't, especially when the screen's filled with enemies shooting a, a, a barrage of bullets and missiles at you. Um, you have two types of fighters. There's a light fighter, which is more vulnerable but smaller and faster, and the heavy fighter, which is a little bit slower uh, but more uh, sturdy and, and a little stronger. Um, so it's a nice little trade-off. It's a one- or two-player game, but not two-player network style. It's two-player locally. Uh, there's a couple different modes to play. There's one-player action and two-player fight. Uh, there's arcade mode, which is harder. Um, and there's uh, different uh, levels on the uh, one-player, which is easygoing. Let's rock, kick some ass, arg, which gets insane. Uh, and enemy fire does more damage. The music is pretty cool. Uh, it's a nice uh, job that they did on the music. And uh, Alien Blaster is a fun game. I give it a, a three and a half out of five if you like those games. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a four because the graphics are pretty polished and music is really good. My only complaint that I had with it was the control system. Um, and, and that's just my configuration. Cause and this is a problem, I think, with a lot of games uh, under under Linux. When you have set your ability to switch between desktops to virtual desktops to using a control all right and left keys uh, I, I it's being an old school gamer I'm so used to having my fire being control and the secondary fire being alt so when I'm you know shooting off missiles and firing my blasters at the enemies coming down and moving right and left I have a tendency to uh, to end up switching desktops which I lose focus of the screen but that's you know that's my own configuration issues and I, I should probably find a hotkey to, to toggle that that stuff off um, when I'm using that and probably resolve a lot of these issues if I eventually get a joypad which I need to do I want to do to use that with um, Myth TV's MAME stuff and, and this computer here when I'm playing those kind of games so uh, check it out Alien Blaster get it off of playdeb.net and I'm sure that they have a website and a little research on the playdeb.net site has revealed they do if you click on the name of the game it takes you right to their website so you can find Alien Blaster at schwardnet.de that's s-c-h-w-a-r-d-t-n-e-t dot d-e slash Alien Blaster it's a pretty cool game, open source. You can get the uh, sources and game data from them. It's a, they have a Windows executable, but more importantly, it runs in, in Linux. Uh, you can do experimental stuff off the website, which is the Heavy Fighter images for the Heavy Fighter. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. They also have ports for OS 2, Mac OS 10, Morph OS, the GP2X, the Amiga OS 4, uh, and it's just an all-around pretty cool game. It requires SDL library and SDL mixer. Uh, 1.25 for the mixer and 1.2.7 for the library. Uh, it's an SDL-based game and a lot of fun. So check it out. Now, up next, we have a review of another game. And more importantly, it's not just me this time. You're going to hear uh, we're reviewing R-I-L-I, R-I-L-I. 
And uh, first you're going to get my opinions along with uh, Paige and Avery's opinion of the game. And following that, you're going to get my, my wife's opinion of the game because we all played it as a family, and that's uh, pretty cool. So enjoy that, and I'll catch you on the flip side. All right, this is another review of Lager, and I'm here with Paige. Paige, say hi. Hi. And Avery. Hi. Come in peace. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about a game called... What's the game called? Do you know? No. Um, Rylai? Rylai. I think it's Rylai. R-I-L-I. And you can find that at ri-li.sourceforge.net. It is a uh, arcade game, and it's licensed under the GPL, which stands for... I don't know. GNU Public License. General <laughs> general Public License. Um, it is available under Linux, OS X, and Windows, and Amiga OS 4. How about that, huh? I have no idea what that, what that means, but oh, okay. Um, okay, here's the official word on the website, is you drive a toy wooden train in many levels, mm-hmm. and you must collect all the coaches to win. You can download it and play it indefinitely. It's free! Free, as in really? fun. It's full-featured in 19 different languages. It's free. It is free. It's free software. The source is open. You can get so it. So it's a free game? It's a free game. It's free as in cost, but it's also free as in you can look at the source code and make it and compile it so and change it. So it's not it. free in cost? It is free in cost, too. Yeah. But more importantly, the source code is free. Because you can take it and you can change it if you wanted to. How about that? Let's talk cow. That's good, huh? Oh, my, oh yeah. All right, so, uh, how would you guys describe this game? Avery, how would you describe the game? It sucks. No, really? You didn't like it? Uh, it, it sucks. Okay, that's not... Seriously, are you being serious you didn't like it? I didn't like it. Why, because it's too hard for you? Yeah. Okay, what about you? It sucks! Knock it off. I think it's a fun game for all ages to play. I mean, you, my dad had fun playing it. I had fun playing it. My sister, she had a little trouble, but that's just because it's some some levels are kind of hard. But I think it's a pretty cool game. I was on the cool easy game. level. What? I was on the easy level. So you you say you don't like it because you can't play it. Is that what you're saying? It's too hard. It sucks. All right. Well, you know what? You're still a little young, and I think you had problems trying to get the arrows and, and following everything. This is a fa- this can be a fast paced game, right? Yeah, really. You know you know what this this kinda struck me as as a cross between um a, a toy train set and uh nibbles, I think it's called, or yeah. snake. Where uh, essentially the way to describe this game is it's a train on a little wooden train on a toy track and scattered about the tracks are cars and you, you move around and you pick up the cars, and as you pick up the cars, what happens? It the train gets longer and longer, and it moves a little bit faster. Right, the train gets, it gets longer. Wasaki. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, at each intersection, um, it's where the control comes into play. Uh, as you start out, the first intersection you come to, you have a red arrow, and you can choose uh, which direction you want to go on the track. And as you come to that intersection, and and, and enter that intersection, the arrow switches to the next intersection. And sometimes that intersection might be a couple of tiles away and it happens really fast, so you have to be on your toes because you have to guide the train so that it doesn't crash into itself. 
And you crashed all the time, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. You crashed all the time. It was really hard for you, wasn't it? Hard as it can be. And, and what happens once you collect all the trains? Uh, you have to answer a question, a uh, pretty hard question. Uh, I can't remember what, what, what question is it? It's, it's a question about the Declaration of Human Rights. Okay. It, it asks you a question. It makes the human race suck. It, it, it asks you a question Indeed. as to... Um, it, it, it pulls out an article from the Declaration of Human Rights, and then it asks you which article this is. And you have, a ch- you have two choices. You get 50 points for it. And if you're right, you get 50 points. If you're not, it just goes, aw. No points, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a little quirky. It's odd that it does that. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> it, it's, uh, yeah, you don't expect it. It's nice that they throw in a little educational element so you learn about human no, rights. Is. Well, of course. Sucky. It it it's uh, it it just bums for you, huh? Bums all over for you, right? Until you learn how to actually use the keyboard. Every time it gets more sucky, y'all. That's because you can't play it. It's sucky. We get it, Avery. We get it. Why didn't you like it? Because it's too hard to control. If it wasn't, did you like watching it? Can you say? Uh, people can't hear you. Nod your head. Did you like watching it? Oh. Well, you know what? There's also other things along the way that you pick up, and I'm not 100% sure what they are, but there was what? What were some of the things that you can pick up? There was, up? like, darts. You, you, like, I think they knock off points. Like, there's darts that you have to avoid. I don't think you were supposed to uh, avoid the darts. I think they were options. Well, it's what, aw, whenever you... Well, let, let's, uh, let's, let's pull it up here a second. It's just a wooden train. It's not made out of metal. Does it have any directions? No, it... Unfortunately, it doesn't have any directions that I can see. But it's not a difficult game to pick up. Um, so I'm not exactly sure... You really need directions. I'm not exactly sure what the darts did. It looked like it made the train go faster. Yeah. Each dart we picked up. There's a, there's another thing. It's like a little uh, bracket. And they the brackets make yeah. the uh, train kind of stretch out a little bit. So as you're moving along, it stretches it out, and you have to be a lot more careful. Not which, to hit. Yeah, not so. to hit the back. <coughs> Would you say it's good for kids your age, Avery? No. Would you say it's good for kids your age, Paige? Yeah. How old are you, Paige? Ten. How old are you, Avery? Seven. Now, do you think if you knew how to Ten. use the keyboard a little better, it would be good? Yes. What about if it had a joystick? Yes. Okay, on a scale of... One to five penguins, what would you rate this? Five being the best. Uh, probably about a four and a half. Four and a half penguins? some people, if they're like smaller people, like younger, they, it's hard yeah, for them to work the keyboard. Me. So as this goes faster, it gets harder for them. Mm-hmm. So four and a half. What would you rate it? I think it a six. Okay, you're, you're not. I think you're a little biased because you you were frosted because you didn't get it. I I, I I think you know. I think a four and a half penguins is a great score. Uh, it's a it's a lot of fun. The music. What did you think of the music? I like the music. The music. Huh? I don't know. Cause Are you gonna fight up and make it into a penguin saute? 
Maybe, maybe, maybe. But uh, I, I really like it. Is. Do you think? Do you think mommy would like this? No. Why? Not at all. Because she doesn't have any hand-eye coordination. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna see uh, if mommy would like to try and play this later. And uh, we'll, we'll give her. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out what she said. Do you think Bobby would like this? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, well, you're all full of suck tonight and angry. So that was Paige and Avery and and my review of Rye Lie Rye R I L I. So you can get it again at R I L I dot sourceforge.net um, it's also in the Ubuntu repository so you should be able to pull that down and, and start playing right away if you run an Ubuntu so uh, thank you very much and we'll talk to you later alright so uh, we are going to do another review of Riley or Riley however that's pronounced and this time um, my wife got to play it a little bit and uh, see me playing it and uh well of course my wife's name is Aaron and how are you doing tonight Aaron I'm doing great um how are you doing <laughs> doing, pretty, <laughs> doing pretty good so you got to see Riley and uh play it for a few seconds what's your impression of it oh i uh, super fun that's really lame um no it looks really fun it, especially for the younger kids did the girls enjoy it a lot Paige liked it a lot Avery said it sucked cuz she couldn't control it it was um, too fast for her it takes some hand-eye coordination. You really got to be on top of it. Um, but um, what'd you think of the graphics? I thought the graphics were great. It looked like um, like a wooden Thomas the Tank Engine set or a kid's toy set, a kid's toy train set, and that's really fun. How about how about the uh, the little surprise at the end of the level? Oh, the, <laughs> were you expecting that? I know more about the. Declaration of Universal Human Rights than I did before. That's true. I that's learned true. something. It's very educational. That is a fun game. Um, now, how did you feel? Did you feel like you could play this game? Oh, yeah. Easily. And if I was in the mood, I could probably kill a couple hours getting sucked into it, like in a Tetris kind of hypnotic way. It could be very, very uh, addictive and very soothing. Did it remind you of Nibbles? Yes. Yeah, that's what it reminded me the first time I played it. But a lot it. more graphically interactive. You know what would make this cool? If you could design your own levels. That would be awesome. And I wonder if there's a level editor there. Or they're working on so it. So you can put the different track pieces yeah. together, like a train set? That would be really cool. What do you think of the music? A um, little repetitive, but it was okay. So what would you give it out of a four peng- uh, four penguins? On a, on a rating of one to five penguins, five being the best, what would you give it? I'd give it four penguins. Four penguins? Yeah, the music was a little repetitive, um, but the graphics were great, and the gameplay was simple simple to learn, but probably take a long time to master. So a lot of fun for a pretty simple game. All right, well, there you have it. The wife has spoken. And her word is law, right? That's right. In this house. I thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> to finish up here today, I want to uh, readdress something I learned about Vacuum Magic, which is the game we reviewed last time, and talk about uh, how you progress between stages or levels. Uh, before, I was confused about it, but sure enough, it's fairly simple. All you need to do is collect all the food pellets that are on the screen to advance to the next stage. Now, you can suck them in through your um, 
vacuum spray or you can your vacuum field or you can uh, shoot them out at enemies but once you exhaust all the pellets on the screen you advance to the next level now that is uh, not w the case with the mini boss and boss levels where you have to complete a task it would be it uh, for the instance the asteroid field you have to destroy all the asteroids on the screen or you have to beat the mini boss but uh, that's how you advance levels in Vacuum Magic, which again is still a fun game to play, and I strongly recommend checking out. So, thank you very much, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. That wraps up another episode of Logger. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, Logger is released under Creative Commons for non commercial use license. Feel free to copy, excerpt from, or distribute Logger for non commercial purposes. The opening music of the show is provided by James Underberg called The Battle, with sound effects from Blob Wars by Parallel Realities. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.